welcome to Art Heroes with JPH, where we believe art heals, connects, and galvanizes. I'm your host, Joanna Patrice Haggerty. On this show, I am honored to have some of the nation's most innovative leaders, artists, and creative business owners to share their unique and valuable experiences, processes, practical tips, and inspirations. Today with me is Alyssa Phillips, who is the owner of Amped Designs, helping passionate businesses stand out through branding, web design, and graphic design. Alyssa found her path to design through music and her love for branding while studying at Pratt Institute in Brooklyn, New York, where she received a BFA in communications design. She held several positions at design studios in New York, including roles at Atlantic Records as an art director at a print company before moving to the mountains. Since launching Amp Designs, Alyssa's favorite part of running a business is building relationships with clients, collaborators, and community members. Alyssa is the founding vice president of AIGA Asheville, a chapter of a national organization that advocates for the value of creative services. She also provides educational tips and resources for designers to help build sustainable and fulfilling design businesses. I brought Alyssa on to talk about the line between creativity and business, but first, Alyssa, welcome. Hello, thank you. Yeah, it's such an honor to have you. It's been so fun to sort of get to know you on a colleague and sometimes coach role that I'm really stoked to kind of have this conversation today. Me too. Thanks for the invite. (laughs) Of course, of course. And for anyone who didn't listen, you can go back and listen to the other episode I had with Alyssa where we unpack a little bit more of her schooling and kind of how she really got into business. So I'm going to dive a little bit more into, I think, the last couple of years for you, which has been really about honing in on what exactly your business is and where the scaling process is for you. So I would love to start with talking about what business has been like for you the last couple of years, just in general. Sure. Yeah, it's been good. Um, I think during the pandemic, there's a little bit of a dip, which I think most people felt. Yeah. But um, I felt really fortunate to have some connections in the community already. So it wasn't like it just dropped off completely. Um, and I tried to be a little bit more accessible to, I guess, people with, you know, more, more in need or with lower budgets during that time, but things have definitely started picking up in the past year, year and a half. Um, and yeah, it's been exciting. I've had the chance to work with some really exciting businesses and really cool industries and just learn about so many things that I didn't know about and (laughs) the things that. I like most about my work. So yeah, it's been good. Yeah, that is true. Kind of being in design and marketing and branding and all of that world, we really sort of have to put on the hat sometimes of different customers and different industries. And you talk a lot about the concept of sort of target markets for you and how that was identified. And you're not as much specific to industries as you are with the type of person you're working with. Can you tell me a little bit more about how you've honed in and stumbling into that concept for yourself yeah well I really like I said I really like learning about different industries and 
I personally feel like if I was just working with the same type of business over and over again, I would get a little bored. Yeah. Uh, so that idea of like finding your niche has never really resonated with me in the way that I feel like it's often talked about. I feel like I see a lot of advice, especially for designers to find like a very narrow industry niche. Um, but for me, I have found that it's more about the type of person. I definitely have industries that I'm more interested in and less interested in. Um, But I'm really looking for people who fit like certain personality traits or certain qualities more than literally what they do. Right. No, and I completely agree with that too. And as someone who has kind of been more on the later side of marketing, right? I didn't go to school to study the very traditional frameworks. What I have seen is it's kind of the difference between niching by demographic, which is sort of the traditional conversation. Pick an industry, do the same website over and over again, get good at this one thing. But what you're really talking about is sort of what they reference is like psychographics, graphics, which is more like buying behavior, more psychology. It's more how that person engages with the world. And especially for you, how they engage as a business owner, because you're working primarily with business owners who want to get a brand out or or have a website or really promote what they're doing. Yeah, definitely. And I do still have a business here and there who asks me, like, have you ever designed a website for a blah, blah, blah before? (laughs) If I, even if I haven't, it's, it, that's not really the important thing because the recipe to make a website, it doesn't matter what the industry is. Right. The process is so reliant on just learning about the business on an intimate level regardless. So yeah. um, if I know that it'll be successful regardless if, if I've worked in that industry before or not. And sometimes too, you and I understand that being an outsider in an industry can actually be a really valuable asset. And sometimes I think that's why people need to be ready to hire, you know, the graphic designer, the web builder, or the branding person, because you get so stuck in your own business and thinking everyone understands exactly what you're saying and the words you're using. So yeah, sometimes it's an advantage to work with someone who's got this new fresh viewpoint on it. That's true to get an outside perspective. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Well, I just, like I said, for me, what I really notice about your business is you're using content marketing a lot by putting a lot of different viewpoints out. And I really love the viewpoints because they're the real raw answers, not the shiny side of marketing. And so I just really respect that about you. Thanks. (laughs) And a lot of that for me, um, what I've noticed too, is really grounded for you in the decision-making process. And most entrepreneurs comes down to core values. So I would love to unpack the idea of how did you uncover your core values? How do you kind of align with them? How do you use them to make decisions for yourself? Sure. Um, Well, I guess I've always had like certain things that were important to me, but I really think that it takes some like time working in your business to really mm-hmm. understand mm-hmm. what you value mm-hmm. um, and those things kind of like emerge over time sometimes um but 
I, okay, so sorry, you asked me how just in my business. And then- yeah, I mean, I basically threw the whole book at you. So yeah, let's wind back and start with how did you initially identify your core okay. values? Yeah. Um, yeah sorry. <laughs> no, yeah. again, I threw the whole book. So <laughs> um, I mean, like I said, there were definitely some things that I feel like have always been important to me, like, you know, like creativity and quality and just professionalism, which are just things that I kind of grew up with and have always valued like throughout my career as a designer before starting a business. And then just as I got going, I realized that I, I you just kind of learn like what is and it is important to you and things that you thought were important that aren't. Um, so when when I moved to Asheville and started my business, one thing that really became important was community and relationships and collaboration. And I would probably not have said that at first, honestly, just because I had never been in a position where I needed to like network yeah. and meet people and do that kind of stuff before. And I also lived in a major city that was a lot more cutthroat. <laughs> <laughs> and and again, you were working for some of these larger, you know, creative institutes that have just entirely different perspectives than what small businesses do oftentimes. Yeah, so, yeah. And it was really refreshing to mm. move here and see how so many other people in the community also value that. So that became important, I guess, more over time, as did some other things like just the more work I did the more I realize the type of person that I like to work with. Yeah. Um, you just have to do some projects to realize, you know, like that worked really well or that didn't. And you also brought up the concept of sort of like questioning the process along the way and really identifying who you are as a person, because everybody comes into the world with a different perspective and then learns different things. And so, yeah, the things that you aligned with that you mentioned earlier that came with you, right, as your person into the business are things that are really important to you. But then being able to to question those and understand them and evolve Mm -hmm. those, right? Not just stay in this static or just like, quite frankly, I will say I love different core value exercises. But if you're just going to go and do an exercise just to find five words, it's not the same as if you're living and breathing and embodying this conversation. Yeah, definitely. I think that, yeah, I I agree. (laughs) (laughs) And so again, you've really decided to embed your core values into the way that you've built your business process, right? So you were just talking about how you can work with almost anybody in any industry because you've built a system of, I analyze this and then we go here and you understand the psychological process of building a brand. So what's maybe like a tip or two for someone who doesn't understand that concept of branding or web design? What? How, how can you sort of break that down for the those of us who didn't go to school for this work. <laughs> yeah, let's see. Um, trying to make that a succinct answer. Yeah. And again, I am pulling giant big concepts because that is part of what you're so good at being able to do. But that process takes time to really unpack for anyone. So we're not expecting you to give everybody the ability to go build their own brand right now. Let's be clear. Yeah. About that. <laughs> well, one thing that has become really important to me is helping the just professional and custom design in general, 
seem approachable because I think there's a lot yes. of hurry like, around it sometimes. But I like to describe branding as the personality of a business. And it really goes beyond the visuals even to to ev just everything that makes that business unique and different from anyone else who does the exact same thing. So it's everything from like their tone of voice when they speak and write about what they do to the experience that the customer has that can be totally different from one business to another in the same industry to like their core values and their mission and every all that stuff and then the visual brand identity is the design and that similarly goes way beyond the logo and it affects every touch point yeah. Uh, yeah. People don't realize again, how deep that it gets. I love that you mentioned tone of voice because in the same industry, I mean, you know, maybe even mm -hmm. just pick the beauty industry. You have someone who's like tiptoeing around body positivity and other people who are like blasting the doors open about yeah. it. Right. So yeah. like that one concept sort of starts to show how different and, and why does that matter, Alyssa? What is the point of really differentiating yourself that way? Yeah, I mean, it's, I, it really, when you have a clear idea of who you are and you have consistency in all of those things, like the visuals and the tone of voice and the marketing and everything, it builds brand recognition because potential clients start to see these patterns and associate them with your brand. Ultimately, that builds more loyalty and trust in your company, which helps convert people to customers. And it also attracts the people who are the best fit for you because chances are you want to work with people who are somewhat similar or in line with the same values. So you attract what you put out, basically. Yeah, absolutely. I think that the conversation of really understanding that brand recognition goes back to yet again, a psychological conversation, right? People need a couple different motivating factors before they buy something. And trust is usually a really top factor in that. And the way that we build trust is by helping people simply understand your business. And part of the way we do that is by building consistent looks across platforms, which means when I go to your website and your Instagram page, we're using generally the same colors and generally the same tone of voice and font. So I'm like, oh, mm -hmm. that's what Amped Design is. Oh, that's what Art Hero is. And really being able to say, I can vet this company with my own acumen, you know? Yeah, definitely. I love that. I mean, I could talk about this all day long. So. <laughs> Good. So one of the ways that you share this information for you is um, not only through social media content, but you also do a lot of blog writing nowadays, don't you? Yeah, I, yeah, it, I've gotten back on the blog. Post <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I think, again, it's always so funny. You and I, I think, talk so much about, oh, well, people say blogs are dead now, or how dare you do newsletters because this is ridiculous, or, you know, all of these really weird concepts of yeah. what's popular or what's not. Why did you decide to go back to writing blogs for your business? Yeah, well, I have kind of a two-part-ish two answer. Well, for me... Um, like I said, it's really important for me to kind of remove that mystery around design services. So yeah. my blog is a place where I can go really in depth on some of these topics that are sometimes confusing for businesses. 
and answer questions that people might have and just clear stuff up. Um, and sometimes it's helpful like if I'm having a conversation with somebody and they ask me something I've blogged about, I can give a little general answer and be like, I've gone really in depth in this blog post. Exactly, right? You don't have to say the same thing 30 times over. <laughs> yeah, and then you mentioned um, how this question's around like, do people read blog posts? Well, I will say like, and this is where like a marketing expert is better at advising on this than a designer like myself, but um, it really depends on your audience, first of all, but also from, well, this, I'm getting, I'm getting a little off topic, but having <laughs> like updating the content on your website is one of the best things you can do for your SEO. And that doesn't mm. know of a blog. Like I said, it, it depends on a lot of factors. Yeah. Um, but yeah. No, I think I, again, as someone who works with high level marketing specialists, which again, I'm a little more in the business coach world, but that means I dabble in a lot of areas and same with you. Yes, actually consistently updating blog content on your site mm -hmm. is one of the more simple methods. And again, simple may be dependent on who you are as a person, right? You right. and I are the kind of people who like to formulate big concepts, break them down and be able to explain them thoroughly. Blogs are a perfect outlet for that, you know, where yep. someone else may want to be a little more off the cuff. Well, we, you know, again, as a business coach, I might recommend maybe some video marketing, but the point here and what Alyssa does too with her branding work is we create specific and unique plans for each individual person or business, right? That there is no one canned answer. And anyone who's going to tell you that is wrong, by the way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I also know that you're starting to move into offering a few more resources for people, right? You've got a couple of freebies that are available. Tell me how you have gotten inspired to create some of these. Yeah, well, I've, it's something I've just always wanted to do. And finally I was able to launch some resources for business owners and for designers, which sometimes can be the same people. Right. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so for business owners, I put together, um, it's called a brand health assessment. And essentially it's um, like a checklist you can go through and um, see if your you know, brand and website, uh, like visual brand and brand strategy and website are in alignment with the way you want to come across and be perceived by your customers. Um, so just kind of a helpful thing to review even like once or twice a year. Right. Um, and then for designers, um, I really love kind of collaborating with the design community and, um, you know, just, helping other designers grow their businesses as well. So um, I, I actually had a, like a poll on my Instagram story about what people were looking for. And the thing that was most voted for was the questions to ask in a project kickoff meeting. So I put together a guide for that for designers. They can download it. And yeah. and I think again for you, what I've noticed is your business is starting to really have these two different niches and segments where you're working with designers and you're sharing this knowledge, and then you're working with business owners. And again, sometimes that is a designer, but sometimes that's someone in a totally different industry. And the brand health assessment checklist is such a genius idea because just like we said, if you're not in branding, you don't know how every little component is factoring in. So you can have someone outside of your business 
business say, hey, did you think about this part of your website? Did you think about this part of this? Are you know, do you have this collected together? So I think that they are amazing resources and I'm really excited to see how they're going to impact. And again, I love how you're using the social media tools to really provide the opportunity to get the feedback from those individuals and see what they want and need. That's a great tip for anybody who's a business owner to ask your potential clients what they yeah. want. <laughs> yeah, well, I hope people find them at least fun. <laughs> <clears throat> I love it. Well, we're going to have to wrap up today. And I just, I'm so grateful for your perspective and opinion on things. Um, but I would love for you to let us know where can people go to find those freebies? Where can they go to learn more about the services and potentially hire you for the work that you do? Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Um, well, my website is ampeddesigns.com. That's A-M-P-D designs.com. So there's two Ds. <laughs> and um, you can sign up uh, for my newsletter there where you'll get access to the freebies. So you can just check if you're a designer or a business owner or both. Um, and then um, I share a lot of resources and conversations on my Instagram, which is um, at amped underscore designs. So it's A-M-P-D underscore designs. I love it. I mean, quite frankly, I'm obsessed with your Instagram and all the stories you share and all your opinions. So I recommend everyone go check that out. <laughs> yeah, I'm always happy to have a conversation. Like I'm happy to have feedback or questions on anything. So feel free it. to reach out. <laughs> Well, Alyssa, thank you so much for being here today, truly. Thank you for having me. It was fun to, to chat. Yes, ma'am. And as always, this is Art Heroes with JPH, where we share tips and tools of our community's most innovative entrepreneurs, artists, and creative business owners. Thank you so much for tuning in, and please connect by visiting bizradio.us or on Instagram or the web at artherobiz. We'd love to hear your show suggestions or any questions you may have. And as always, stay creative. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.